Hey, my fellow monkeys, what's up? Old Uncle Silverback here with you on the Armed Ape Podcast, the show where we review and talk about everything from guns, gear, and movies to life in general. Nothing is ever out of bounds. As always, everything we talk about has the end goal of making our lives better by cutting through all the marketing BS using logic, reason, and honest discussions. I look forward to hearing from you soon and to your participation in the show. Well, hello, my beautiful monkeys and my fellow travelers. What's going on today, or the day that this show is dropping, I guess I should say, is going to be Monday. It's the 30th of August, 2021. Let's go ahead and get that contact info posted, and then we will continue our review of the series, Mr. In-Between. We are going to be on Season 3, Episode 5, entitled Before I Went to War, and... Again, this season is the last season of the series. After this one, there will be four. So there's a total of nine episodes. So we're a little bit over halfway through. If you would like to contact me, there is the voicemail, which is area code 206-745-2731. You're limited to about 90 seconds on that thing, but you can call it as many times as you'd like. If you would rather record your own audio or... And I'll play it for you, or you would rather send an email, and I'll read it out for you on the show. The email address is thearmedape at gmail.com, all one word, thearmedape at gmail.com. If you go over to the website, you will find uh, buttons for all my social media stuff, so Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And if you would ever consider supporting the show financially, there is a PayPal donation button there. If uh, financial support is something you can't do, that's, that's fine too. There are a couple other ways that you can do that. One is to spread sort of the word about the show. Tell anybody you think would get some enjoyment out of it or or some entertainment out of it, I guess I should say. The other way would be to go over to my YouTube channel. If you go over to the website, which is thearmedape.com, again, you can see my YouTube icon there. Just click on that, go over, watch some of my videos, subscribe to the channel, and comment on some of the videos if you like them. All right, that is gonna do it for our behind the scenes stuff. So we open up with Gary and he is at Ray's kitchen table. Ray comes in and Gary is prepping. He's sort of putting some rice into some mylar bags and gonna seal them up. We see that Gary's uh, Gary says that his business is going well and in fact Gary gets a call from a potential client, a guy named Lucas. Uh, Britt comes in and uh Asks Ray if she can go to the beach with some friends, and Ray says, okay. Ray and, so a little bit later, Ray and Gary drop off Britt at the beach, and they kind of go over to a a parking lot where they can sort of watch from afar and see what she's doing, and of course, this is unknown to Britt at the time. While they're there watching Britt, they are talking about sort of like the Big Bang and all this other stuff. They are watching Britt with binoculars, but she is sort of up on this cliff with that little boy, uh, what's his name? Adrian, I think is his name. He tries to offer her a cigarette and they say, and Gary's like, oh, she's giving him the flick. Meaning, she, you know, she's telling him, nah, 
Britt goes to make a phone call and it turns out she's like, hey, if you're here anyway, can you bring me and my friends some chips? And he's like, all right. And then Gary kind of is laughing at him and teasing Ray a little bit. And he said, uh, we got made by a 12 year old. So the next scene we see Ray goes uh, back to Bob's gym and he finds that the gym is closed. There's a guy inside and uh, he Ray knocks on the door and the guy motions Ray in and it turns out it's Bob's son, Killian. Ray can tell that Killian is upset and he says, well, what's, you know, what's going on? And Killian tells Ray that Bob had killed himself due to basically getting scammed and that he was going to subsequently lose the gym. And if you remember from last episode, Bob was the guy that Ray had gone in and how the, you know, the gym meant everything to him and all this other stuff. So Ray says to him, well, hey, let's, you know, let's go have a, let's go have a coffee and let's have a chat. So they end up, they go to a, get a coffee and they go up and um, are at a park and they're just kind of hanging out on a bench. Ray asks, are you going to do something? And Killian says, you know, there's wheels in motion. And basically what he tells Ray is that he has hired somebody to kill the guy that scammed his dad. And then Ray says, you know, you should let me take care of it. He says, have you paid anybody yet? And then the guy says, well... Killian says, well, I gave a mate of mine $30,000. And so uh, Ray basically says, well, you know, just, you know, let me, let me take care of it. And the next scene that we see is Ray goes up to Killian's uh, mate's house to the guy. And so obviously Ray has been given the information from Killian. And Ray tells the guy, hey, you know, uh, the job is off. And then the guy's like, well, you know, Killian didn't tell me anything. And he's, why isn't Killian here telling me this? And Ray's like, well, I'm here telling you this. And the guy tries to get a little kind of cute with Ray. This is one of my favorite scenes from the whole series. And it, it's a little um, TV-ish or Hollywood-ish, whatever you want to call it. The, the scene is you have Ray is sort of in, in, the, in the doorway. The guy is, is standing back maybe 10 inches or so from the door. So he and Ray are, you know, a couple of feet apart. And then the hallway is behind the guy and it's maybe another three feet behind him, something like that. So you have the wall that's there. So the guy is trying to, you know, basically put Ray off. And then Ray charges him and he hits the guy so hard, like body charges and body slams the guy so hard that it knocks him into and through, like he puts a big body hole into the drywall. And immediately after Ray hits him, and the guy is like, like right as he breaks through the drawway, it's, it's really fast. And that's why it's a good visual scene. Ray then immediately takes out his gun and he's got one hand sort of up on the guy and then the gun is kind of held back, which is interesting in that he doesn't have the gun right up on the guy to where the guy, if the guy was savvy, could maybe try and grab it and grapple it. So Ray's got the guy pinned in, inside the wall, so to speak, and he's got the gun kind of up and back to where the, the guy's not going to have any chance to try and grab it. So anyway, I, I thought that, that that was pretty good. So so then Ray tells the guy, look, you know, I, the, you know, I need the 30K that Killian gave you. And the guy says, well, it's gone. I spent it. And then Ray's like, what? And then, and then it turns out, he, well, first he says, he says that. And then, he, and then Ray kind of pushes him a little bit. And then he says, oh, I actually gave it to this guy. And he's going to do the one. He's going to be the one that does the actual job. And so Ray's like, all right, well give me your phone and then here you call your mate up and we'll go over and talk to him. And then he's, and then he says something like, well, you know, I spent it all or something like that. 
I think uh, maybe I've got the order reversed. I think I think kill, the the guy tells Ray at first that he gave it to a friend, and then he said he spent it, and then when he says, "Oh, I spent it all," that's how it goes. Then Ray says, "Well, that's not good." And then the next scene, we see the guy has is handcuffed, and he's got his hands behind him. He's laying face down in the tub in about probably oh ten inches or so of water. So that if Ray pushes his head down, his head goes into the water. And so Ray is basically kind of giving him the water treatment. And eventually, the guy finally says, I've got the money, I've got the money. He gets the money, Ray takes it and puts it in a bag, and then he, he leaves. The next scene we see, a, a Porsche drives up, and like a nice 911 Porsche drives up into a, a pretty well-to-do house. A guy gets out, he goes about sort of, doing stuff and then he's watching tv and uh, ray kind of appears uh, which is an interesting kind of through line that they have throughout this whole show that ray is very good at getting inside people's houses either he you know can pick locks or maybe they leave a door open behind him they don't lock it when they come in and so ray is able to sneak in quietly that type of thing so ray comes in and he starts talking to this guy and this guy is named i think his name is greg he starts asking him about Bobby Jenkins and all this, uh, all this uh, money and uh, and what what happened to his money and then the guy's like, well, it turned out that the the deal that we were going to do with the Chinese tea it turned out that there was bad press on it and then everything went south and then Ray also like sees a bottle of wine he's like, well, how much is this wine? He's like, oh, you know, it's around four thousand dollars a bottle and he's like, ooh, that's pretty good and so he he goes over and the guy is sitting in a chair and then Ray moves the footstool or the ottoman back and then Ray sits down, takes a drink of the wine, puts the wine down on the carpet and then lets it just purposely lets it spill. And the guy's kind of like, you know, what's going on? Of course, he can't really fight back because Ray's got a gun on him. Ray says, well, have you ever done any time? And the guy's like, no. And he's like, you haven't done any time? And he's like, no. And then Ray's like, all right, he gets up. And as he gets up, he pulls out an asp, which is like a metal baton, flicks it out and smashes it up against the guy's knee. And the guy, of course, is, uh, is howling. Ray then takes out a, uh, he's got this, like this bottle of acid and he starts asking him about like the money. You know, how much did you end up taking from Bobby? And the guy says about $220,000. Ray is like, well, we're going to need that money back. And the guy's like, well, I don't, you know, I don't have that. I maybe have, you know, four or $5,000 in my account. I don't have any money here. Ray's like, all right. And then he, he, he stands up and he picks up the bottle of acid, undoes it. And then he's like, he's like, you need to close your eyes because this stuff is going to burn. You don't want to get it in your eyes. And he threatens to pour the, the bottle of acid all over the guy. The guy then breaks and says, okay, I've got, you know, I've got the money. He takes him, or, or the guy says, uh, what does he say to him? He says, um, I've got the money. Ray says, like, well, how much do you got? And, you know, gets a big smile on his face. So he takes Ray into uh, another room where there's a safe. Ray gets takes basically all the contents out of the safe, puts it in a bag, and then he... He also, you see him leave. As he's leaving, you see the guy is kind of what Ray has done is he's strung him up and made it look like he's maybe hung himself. And then Ray, you see Ray driving away in the Porsche. So I don't know. Again, Ray's not dumb enough to keep the car. But what he may do is he may, I, I guess maybe he would like take it to a chop shop to get some extra money out of it, that type of thing. 
uh, because he he would know when they found this guy in his in his um, in his home dead that the police are going to do some type of investigation and they're going to find oh this guy had a Porsche where is it the Porsche is gone so the next scene we see that Ray is in a, in his own backyard he's watering we cut from that and it's a little bit of a humorous thing where we see Gary going to do his first job and it turns out it's going to Lucas is a, a gay man and to Gary's credit when he finds out that it's a, a, a gay couple that's going to do that he's going to do the video shoot for he doesn't act disgusted he's a little surprised but he goes along with it he's fine and he does what he does so he doesn't I don't think really Gary has any judgment over somebody's sexuality I mean that's not what he'd prefer to watch that type of thing but I don't think really it uh he doesn't really have any hang-ups about that the next scene we see that Ray is at Bill's apartment and he's looking you, you can sort of see the aftermath of the fire it's it started at the stove and you can see it's all blackened and everything Ray ends up going through some boxes and he finds some old pictures I think at first I thought oh is this a picture of Ray when he's little but I think it's actually supposed to be a picture of Bill so Ray's father when he was a little boy we cut to there Ray goes to the memory care place where Bill is, and he's bringing him basically a bag of Bill's clothes from the apartment. And then he and Ray, and this is a little bit longer clip here, uh, and this is how it ends. But and we'll, normally what I do is I, I play the clip first, and then I'll, I'll sort of talk about some of the stuff. But I wanted to, so that you guys can hear it, you'll understand maybe some of the visuals that are going on. So... Ray is, uh, it, like I said, is there. He was going to drop off the clothes and then leave. And Bill's like, "Hey, you know, you know, hang on for a second. And then he talks about, and and says, "I want to tell you this stuff while I have a chance." And again, you'll hear all this stuff in the clip. And then as he's explaining it, you see that there is a lot of uh, regret and sorrow on Bill's face. And then you can also see that this really affects Ray. And if we remember back, I think it was in season two when I think it was season two when uh, but anyway in a in previous episode when Ray was telling Allie about his childhood you know he was getting kind of choked up about it and you can see that this is a real emotional thing when Bill is talking about stuff he's fighting back tears he's trying you can tell he's trying to process all this stuff and there's one of the things that Bill says is I had you know I had to do you know, I've done a lot of things that I wasn't proud of and I did things that I had to do to survive and so we see that a lot of the stuff that Ray talks about, in some ways he doesn't think, he, at least he tells other people he doesn't think too much about it. But I think we're seeing some similarities in between maybe Ray and, and his father here in that Ray's done a lot of stuff that he isn't necessarily proud of. Some of the stuff that he's done, and, he's, and he, even if we go back into the first season where he's doing the group stuff and he's talking about, oh, there's good violence and bad violence and so some of the stuff I think he has zero regrets over, but other things I think he will regret. And so like we talked about in the last episode when he was having to bury the girl that had died over at James's house, I think that's going to be one of those things where he's not proud of, but he, he's got to do stuff to get money. You know, he, he needs to make a living. So anyway, we'll go ahead and we'll play that and then I'll come back and then we'll wrap up the show and that'll be it. Sean? Having a snooze? Yes, I nodded off. 
dropping your uh, clothes off from your apartment there. Oh, yeah. Thanks very much for that. No worries, mate. Right. I'll catch you later, huh? Son! Can, can you stay for a bit? Just a minute. I've got a heap of stuff yeah, I've got to please, do, mate, you know, so. Just, please, can you stay for a minute? Please. Sit down. Please, sit down. So you remember me today, huh? Yeah. I'm having a good day today. That's good. Look, there's something I want to say, and if I don't say it now, I may not get another chance. I just want to say I'm sorry. I know it won't mean a whole lot, and I know it won't change the past, but when I came back from Vietnam, I was messed up. I came back here and people were calling me a baby killer and a murderer and all that shit. I came back here proud, son. I served my country. And I saw some things over there. I did some things, things that I'm not proud of. But you've you got to do what you've got to do to survive. I came back here and I was just messed up. They put me on medication because I was suicidal and I was angry. I started drinking while I was on the meds and that just made me worse. So why'd you drink then? Because I couldn't cope. Even with the meds, I just could not cope. Look, I'm not trying to make excuses for what I did. I'm just trying to explain what happened. Not dodging responsibility. I just wish... I just wish you had known me before I went to war. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. So again, you know, we see a lot of stuff that's going on there. We also see, you know, when you watch it, you'll be able to kind of see a lot of the emotional turmoil in Ray's face, the emotional turmoil that's going on there with Bill. Part of it too, I think, is that how Ray handles stuff when people are genuinely sorry to him. And, you know, we saw that a little bit 
with the uh, with the teacher when Ray went to the reunion, and the teacher was basically saying, you know, kind of echo some of the same words that Bill has said: "Is look, I know it doesn't mean a whole lot now, and you know, kind of a fat lot of good it does you, but I am sorry for the things that I did, that type of thing." And I also think you see that maybe that there is some of the regret stems from. Ray understands, and of course Bill understands too. That's why he said, you know, I don't know if I'll, if I'll have any uh, a, another chance to do this. Meaning that he doesn't know as as the dementia goes or proceeds, I guess I should say, and as it gets worse and worse for Bill, that Bill may not again recognize Ray ever again. Uh, and Ray understands that. I think there's a part of regret on Ray's part that he can't do really what maybe Bruce wanted him to do, which was to sort of make amends. And also it's kind of that thing with Gary. Uh, you know, people are telling him, hey, look, you know, you kind of had it rough, but it's maybe it's time to try and make amends and to do some forgiveness. And one of the things that Bruce had talked about was like, hey, there was, once I forgave the guy, a lot of the sort of the frustration and anger and rage that I had, the weight of that all left me. And that's something that Bruce wants for Ray. And I think that, again, part of that frustration for Ray and, and is, is the realization of, oh, we probably could come to some type of amends, but it's probably not going to happen because of the dementia that his father has. And he realizes, well, you know, maybe we could have patched things up and gone forward and, and had some time left, but that's not going to happen now. So anyway... That will do it for the show today. If you'd like to contact me again, the voicemail is 206-745-2731. Or if you want to do the email route, that is thearmedape at gmail.com. And my beautiful, beautiful monkeys and my fellow travelers, I will talk to you guys next time. <laughs>